This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. This week, we'll be covering Season 2, Episode 12, Night Shifter. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. I'm Kenzie. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. I'm Haley. Oh mama, I can hear you are crying, you're so scared and all alone. And we need to talk about Sam. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. this episode it's not a very sam heavy episode um it's a good one but it is a good one it is a good one hello (laughs) um all right so we open with our recap we get our our then title card we go into you know family business the events of skin shapeshifter lore we we touch on i think usual suspects it is um and how Dean is wanted by the FBI. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> I remember and then, that. <laughs> instead of a now card, they go into a breaking news interruption, <laughs> which I love. It's genius editing. I totally forgot that they've like edited that way. It's, it's fairly funny. We open on a breaking news story of a bank in downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, which is being held up according to the um like anchor news anchor i forgot what the word for it was for a reporter. second reporter is that the re- she's like the the on the street reporter yeah yeah they're in the third hour of the holdup um there are sl- squad cars paramedics helicopters we see there's a SWAT team ready to enter the building um but uh as the reporter is talking the front door of the bank opens and we see a uh, a man being escorted out by Dean Winchester. Uh, Great. Imagine watching this, like, for the first time ever. Like, you most recently watched it for the first time ever. Not tonight, but the last time you watched this was the first time. Do you remember how you felt seeing Dean? It's like, why is he holding them hostage. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I think he's got, like, a massive assault rifle in his hand at this point, too. Yeah. It's... Oh my gosh. I... It's been so long since I saw this episode for the first time, I don't remember what my reaction was at the time. But I imagine I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's kind of like the beginning of, uh, of Skin, skin yeah. all over again. Yeah, where we're it's thrown like- into the action, and then they're like, okay... Now, trust us, let us explain how we got here. <laughs> we know Dean to be a decent person. He wouldn't be doing stuff like this. Yes. But what's going on? <laughs> yep. So we jump to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, one day earlier. 
Uh, we see Sam and Dean in their usual FBI getup, questioning some employees at a local jewelry shop about a recent robbery. Dean is being so dramatic, questioning this, like, this employee. I think her name's Franny. <laughs> Dean's hitting on ladies left and right this episode. She's like, what's it like being an FBI agent? And he's like, it's lonely. Lonely Dean. <laughs> also, Sam's FBI look. Like, he's got his hair slicked back. He's got his sideburns, like, coming in strong. It gave me, like, season six, seven <laughs> vibes. This is season two. What are we doing, Sam? <laughs> But it's it's a look. I don't I don't hate it. <laughs> um, but we learn from I think it's the like jewelry store manager owner that the woman who committed the robbery her name's Helena. She was an employee for years. Um, she cleaned out the display case and the safe. And when Edgar the night watchman caught her in the act, she grabbed his gun while he was like on the phone because instead of calling the cops, he called the manager guy. Um. And while he was distracted, she grabbed Edgar's gun and shot him in the face. And then she went home and killed herself in the bathtub. And apparently dropped the She dropped a hairdryer in the bathtub and hid the goods somewhere before that point. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? Like, that's weird. Like, you rob (laughs) your place of work, you stash a boatload of jewelry and gems and stuff somewhere, and then you commit suicide? Yeah. Like, it's weird. That doesn't make sense, and there's no real motive yeah. to explain it. Um, the None of the employees have seen the security footage of what happened because the cops took the tapes. Um, but, so, the boy is kind of a dead end here, except for Dean did manage to get Franny's phone number, because of course he did. <laughs> yeah, she asked him for an interview in private. Yeah. Yeah. An interview. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we cut to later that night. Um, the boys are paying a visit to Ronald Resnick's house. That's a great um, name. And we learn that Ronald Resnick was a security guard at the Milwaukee National Trust, and about a month ago there was a similar incident to the jewelry store one, um, where a employee, or a, I don't think, I don't think he was an employee, uh, but a guy robbed the bank and then went home and apparently committed suicide. Um... Dean's complaining about the fact that the cops have taken the tapes, and he says they're doing our job, they just don't know it. (laughs) Which, it's not wrong. Yeah. It's not wrong. Um, This, is though, is where we meet Ronald, um, who is a great character. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's great. He's so fun. This actor, what is his name? Um, Chris Gothier, I think is how you'd say his last name. He does a fantastic job. He really does. He's a great character. Very uh, fun to watch. Where are we? Right here. Okay. Um, so the boys, like, knock on the door and show Ronald their IDs, uh, and he invites them in to tell them what really happened. Um, and Juan Morales is the guy who robbed the bank, and he he starts right in with <laughs> saying that Juan didn't rob the bank. So apparently they had a regular thing where 
Juan would come to the bank after hours while Ron was working the night shift and they'd play cards. Juan and Ron. <laughs> I was just realizing how confusing that might sound. Um, and I didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> yeah. He says that the thing he led into the bank to play cards with him, though, wasn't Juan. It, it looked like him, but it, he says it was too perfect. <laughs> and this is where we learn Ron's theory of the mandroid. Okay, real quick. <laughs> what was Rod's job? He's a security guard. Okay, so he's a security guard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who was letting a guy into the bank after hours to play cards. I mean, if he's his friend, he knows him. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still. Could get fired over that one. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Ron has this theory is that, that there is a mandroid living in the sewer system um, committing these crimes. Uh, he shows them a magazine cover Featuring a Cyberman. Yeah. <laughs> from Doctor Who. I was like, which, hey, I told Cyberman. Dave, I was like, there's a Doctor Who reference in this episode. <laughs> Keep not, an eye out for it. It's not a mandroid, it's a Cyberman. <laughs> Same sort of thing, but. <laughs> yeah. So. Which is funny because this whole scene of Ron is really similar to uh, episode one of the Ninth Doctor season with Rose. She meets this weird fanatic guy. She does! That, that, like, has all these, like, examples of the Doctor and, like, all these, like... I wonder if they were parallels. making... Parallels. If beyond the Cyberman, if they were making kind of a reference to that. Yeah, literally Ron's just another version of that character. I mean, it's a pretty... That's a pretty classic, like, character type. The, yeah. like, paranoid... Um, we got these loner. magazine articles all over of all these still, different creatures like, that he's like believes huh. in and stuff. Yeah, I've totally forgot about that episode. Any Doctor Who fans can. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen reference. that episode. Um, so Ron has made copies of the security tapes because he knew that once the cops got a hold of them, they'd never see the light of day again. Uh, he shows the boys um, one of the tapes, and in it, Juan's eyes flare at the camera. Um, which Ron says are laser eyes. It's really, the minute, because Ron's like, um, he's like, look, look, there it is, there it is. He like pauses it right on it. And as soon as the boys process, they both like sit up straighter because they're like, oh, this guy's not, he's not insane. (laughs) They think he's crazy up until this point. Yeah. Ron is actually right about everything except the mandroid part. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the fact that it's not a robot. Um, but Sam, um decides that the best course of action is to to shut this all down um because he'd want he is trying to keep ron safe because shifters are incredibly dangerous and ron has no fucking clue what he's dealing with but he could (laughs) have he's kind of a he's a little bit of a dick about it (laughs) and he kind of consequences (laughs) later down the line um but sam tells Ron that there's no such thing as mandroids. The laser eyes are just a camera flare. Dean, like, looks he looks excited for a second. He's like, oh, Sammy's gonna do the speech. And then Sam lies to Ron, and Dean's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he wasn't expecting Sam to just keep going with the lie, you know? But he seems a little bit uncomfortable with Sam's tone. Especially. Because <laughs> I think uh, Dean really likes Ron. Yeah, <laughs> Dean likes Ron's style. It's kind of, kind of like with like Ash. He, Dean likes the the 
characters who were a little out of the box, out of the norm. Because Dean himself is outside of what the quote-unquote normal of society. Yeah. And so when he meets other characters who also live their lives, you know, their true selves outside of what's, like, accepted in normal society, um, like, he bonds with them. He, you know, he, I think he not necessarily sees himself in them, but he relates to them more than he does with just, like, like a random businessman that they're interviewing for a case, you know? Yeah. So. Um, so from here we go to the motel where, um, Sam got the tapes from Ron, <laughs> pulled his FBI crap. <laughs> uh, I love how half of your comments are to Sam looks cute in this outfit. Sh- Sam looks cute in that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you too. You're cute. <laughs> You're adorable, actually. You saw the TikTok I posted today. <laughs> I just posted a TikTok today. It's like, when I say I'm bi, it means I'm attracted to women. Jared Padalecki, Sebastian Stan, uh, Sam Winchester in Supernatural, uh, and you big boy with being refer- referring to Cordell Walker. <laughs> so, I had fun with that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sam looks really cute in his hoodie. <laughs> he does! He looks all snuggly! We don't notice. get to see the boys in hoodies very often. Hoodies make people look huggable. It's a fact. It's true. <laughs> you look huggable. I'm in a sweater. My back itches. Sweatshirt. It's a sweater. It's a sweatshirt. It's a sweater. <laughs> we have different definitions between sweaters and sweatshirts. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is, to be honest. A sweater's like knitted, in my opinion. <laughs> I've never heard that. And a sweatshirt's but, like okay. cotton. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it could be knitted and, and still be made of cotton. Sweater's more like formal, I think, but... I guess... I don't know. That's why uh, I sort it into my <laughs> my head categories of clothes. I don't know. They're the same in my brain. Sweatshirts for me are specifically like like the thick ones that like go with sweatpants, you know? Like matching set kind of deal. Like those kinds of tops are sweatshirts to me. Yeah. But a sweater could be anything in my I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a sweater is. <laughs> I just wear like, clothes like that are my comfy. Green one I wore that you like. That's a sweater. That's a sweater. Yes. I just wear clothes that are comfy. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So Dean kind of pokes at Sam about like how kind of mean he was to Ron. Uh, it seems like uh, yeah, because I'm trying not to get him killed uh he's just a normal dude who has happened to stumble upon the truth without realizing it like i would rather he stay safe (laughs) you know the ironic thing is if they would have just told him the truth and told him to stay away he probably would have yeah because he he just kind of like lit a fire under him to like get to the bottom of it yep because Ron is the kind of person where when you tell him that he's wrong, he will... He wants to prove it. He wants to prove that he's right. Especially when he's that, like, invested in things, you know? He's probably trying to be, like, a He's trying a to hero. be the hero, yeah. He's trying to stop more deaths and stuff. Yeah. Um, while this little conversation is going on, Dean has traced out a map of the sewer main, 
um, and then he, on like tracing paper, which is genius, and then he puts it over the top of a map of the town um, where he circled the the bank and the jewelry store, and the sewer main goes right under both of those locations, or like right by them. And he points out that there are more banks on the line that the shapeshifter might target next. Um, but this is such a genius little move. I was like, look at the little smart Dean go! <laughs> <laughs> like, I never, I don't think I ever really paid attention to exactly what he was doing yeah. there. But it's brilliant. Brilliant. Dean's very good at his job. Um, so I think it's kind of the next day. The boys go to the city bank of Milwaukee. Uh, where they have disguised themselves as workers from a security company in order to gain access to the, the cameras so they can find the shapeshifter. I have lots of disguises this episode. <laughs> FBI, FBI, security. SWAT. SWAT, yes. <laughs> I was like, what's the next? What, what other disguises? Yeah. They look all cute when they're dressed up. I love when they get to dress up. They don't do it as much in later seasons. I kind of miss it, but I love all their different outfits. Like, where on earth are, are they, they getting all these? Where do they get these? <laughs> are they just robbing laundromats? Like, what is going on? <laughs> oh. So the boys get um, taken by the security guard, who's I think the guy who has a heart attack later, uh, <laughs> into yeah. the, like, surveillance, the room with all the surveillance cameras. Um... Uh, is this the bank that Ron works at? No. Okay. That's a different bank. Um, the security guard says okie dokie, and Dean appreciates that. <laughs> uh, so, some hours, like, hours go by. Dean, they've been watching like, on the camera. That guy can't be the shifter because he said okie dokie. <laughs> he trusts people that say okie dokie. He says, I like him. He says okie dokie. And then he checks him on the camera later and he's like, oh, Mr. Okie dokie is okie dokie or something oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Dean also uses the cameras to get a close up shot on a, one of the teller's um, butts as she is bent over getting some like files out of her. Because oh, yeah. Dean, Dean is a fucking pervert. Dean. Stop it. <laughs> Sam's like, Dean, we're supposed to be looking at eyes. And Dean's like, I was getting there. <laughs> but they do get a shot of the bank manager and his eyes flare on camera. Um, but literally right after they notice this, though, Sam notices something else, which would be Ron locking up the front door. He then runs into the lobby, pulls out a rifle, yells, this is not a robbery, and starts firing the gun in the air. That's such a great line. You are holding a gun in a bank. What? <laughs> what did he think was going to happen? Because well, usually... What like, was the thought process? If you watch like an old western or something, they say, this, this is, is a robbery. robbery. He said, this, this is, is not this a robbery. This is not a robbery. It's so great. It's Like, so what else good. is it then? Oh my gosh. Oh. oh, he orders everybody on the ground. Um, Sam and Dean come running into the lobby. They actually, you actually see them pass by some of the people that Dean will round up later. Yeah. Because um, they run deeper into the bank to hide as the boys are coming out into the lobby. And then later, Dean will find them and bring them to the vault. Also, I, is there only one entrance and exit to this bank? Apparently! Like, they could go out the employee entrance in the back or something? <laughs> apparently there's only one entrance, and Ron has uh, locked it. So, but the boys come into the lobby, and they try to negotiate with Rob, or Rob, Ron, <laughs> who has, realizes very quickly, quickly, I am struggling to talk. Oh my gosh, what is happening? I don't think 
think so. You don't smell burnt toast. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, nope, I'm good. What's that? <laughs> if you, like, stick your tongue out and it lolls to one side and you're trying to put it, like, straight out, um, it can be a sign of a stroke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. didn't know that. The thing is, um, fast, F is for face, like, if one side of their face looks like it's sagging. Um, A is for arms, which is if you have them hold their arms out, and they, like, can't hold the one side up to the same level. Um, S is for speech, which is, is their speech slurring. Um, and T is for, I've heard it for tongue, which is you have them stick out their tongue, like, straight forward, and it lolls to the side. Like, they can't stop it from lolling to one side or not. Um, or, but it also stands for time, which is get a fucking move on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Getting back on topic, Ron realizes pretty quickly that these are not FBI agents, and he, he orders them down. Um, Sam tries to kind of reason with Ron, and he says, I don't like you, which is understandable. <laughs> Sam was kind of a dick to him, which always surprises me a little bit when it happens, because Sam's usually, like, the... The nice one. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the quote-unquote good cop. Dean's you know? usually the dick to everybody. <laughs> yeah. But... I think in this case, because Sam... It's on like, a mission to save people right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he really is. Sam's on a mission to save people. And Dean, like, developed some fondness for Ron very quickly. <laughs> He's like, let's like, let him in on the secret. And yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> Sam is like, uh, no, let's not get him killed. <laughs> oh. But, Yeah. Uh, Ron is not a big fan of Sam. <laughs> I love how Sam looks so taken aback. Like, oh. <laughs> he says, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So Dean comes out and he tells Ron the truth, that there really is something in this bank, but it's not a mandroid. Um, he says that they need to find the bank manager. Um, that's what they. That's why they were here, was they were looking for the, the eye flare on the cameras. He's like, why do you think we're dressed like this? <laughs> uh, so Ron... Sends everybody else into the vault, including Sam, um, but allows Dean to come with him to go look for the bank manager, who is not among the people that they put in the vault. Um, I don't know what happened to the bank manager. I'm assuming he's dead at his house or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so one of the bank tellers is, I think her name's Sherry. She is going a little bit gaga over Dean. Which, really, right now... <laughs> He's this a hero. Moment. <laughs> Priorities, uh, but okay. Yeah. So, um, Dean and Ronald go to the bank manager's office, um, and they find, well, Ronald finds it because he slips and falls in it, um, a pile oh, of shed so skin. <laughs> it is the worst. I love and hate this effect so much. It's so good. Like, like it mimics it so exactly, but it's visceral so gross. and like perfectly horrifying and also it makes me gag a little bit it's so nasty oh this is where dean explains that this is a shapeshifter um when it changes its form it sheds its skin and now it could be anybody and then he very conveniently finds a silver letter opener on the desk um which i guess if you're a bank manager at a very large fancy bank you could probably afford or have been gifted a silver letter opener but <laughs> um, we got to outside the bank and see that squad cars are surrounding the building. There are helicopters, eh, 
snipers getting into position. I like the shot. It shows, like, the single police officer walking by and, like, peering in. Did you catch that? No. And, like, it made it look like, oh, maybe he doesn't know what's going on in there. And he's like, oh, it looks like everything's fine. And he casually walks by and then pans over to, like, all the oh, cop I cars totally coming in. Oh, I missed that shot. That was really cool. <gasps> That's, oh, I don't think I've ever noticed that. Yeah? That's genius. I love that. It made, made it look like... Maybe the cops have no idea what's going on. Like he's just walking and by, then it's and then slow reveal of, oh no, they 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 definitely <laughs> like know. all the cop cars and the SWAT They've team got showing up. That's snipers, cool. yeah, the, yeah. Not, the SWAT team is in place, ready to go. Um, and we meet what's his name? Um, Robarts, I think. Does he show up again? That actor? I mean the character. Character? I don't think so. No, Hendrickson does. Yeah. I know that one. <laughs> but I think it's Robarts. He's like Robarts. the police Robarts. captain or whatever? Yeah, he's a, he's lieutenant. Okay. Is lieutenant above sergeant? I'm not sure. Is that above I'm captain? I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> I don't um, know all the ranks. I don't know either. He's but the head he, honcho. Yeah, the ba- the man in charge. That's what I put in the notes. Um, He arrives, um, kind of gets the lowdown, and decides to cut the power to the building. Um, inside the bank, Ron is very excited about the fact that he was basically right, uh, which had to have been very validating considering both the actual cops and a fake FBI agent told him that he was (laughs) totally wrong. So, but he has been validated. He's probably used to people telling him, you're crazy, you know? Yeah. But he's, like, stuck by what he Mm -hmm. believes, and he's got validation that he wasn't crazy. Yeah. And this is where the power goes off, though. Uh, and Dean's like, oh, they, they cut the power. And Ron's like, who? And Dean's like, who do you fucking think? <laughs> like, what did you... Ron seems legitimately surprised that the cops have shown up. Like, he is so innocent in so many ways. One, oh, one thing I continually think of, of, like, this whole episode is he's very book smart. He's not street smart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is why he pairs well with Dean. Like is you said, he Dean has zero is... survival skills. No survival skills at all. But Dean is very street smart. Dean's got a lot of book, mar- book smarts in him, but he's very good at improvising and yeah. like he takes in information he knows all the really survival quickly. Skills. And he's very good at making snap decisions and judgments. You know, that is one of Dean's specialties. So, but Braun is like. Me- Dean, on the one hand, has been like, okay, the cops are going to show up any minute. Uh, probably just thinking this in the back of his head, like, okay, what are we going to do when the cops come? Because they're definitely going to be here. Uh, and meanwhile, Ron, Ron has he been pulled like, off the perfect plan. <laughs> Ron has no clue. He's so oblivious. I, I love him. He's like, I blocked the intern. No one could get to the cops. There's no such thing as phones. <laughs> There's no such thing as a silent alarm. <laughs> Oh. Or the fact that, at least in 2007, there still would have been cell phones. I'm sure one <laughs> yeah. of them called the cops. I think Dean <laughs> says that one of the guards must have tripped the alarm before yeah. Ron got them all like on the ground and in the vault. Um, so in the vault, the, the bank teller, Sherry, <laughs> is asking Sam questions about Dean. Um, when the door opens and Dean lets in more people that they found hiding in the bank. Um, these are the ones that we saw rush past them as they were coming into the lobby earlier after Ron pulled out his gun. Um, Dean 
asks Sam to, like, come out and talk to him, and then closes the door again. And Sherry is very surprised. She's like, you're supposed to be, like, the hero. Why are like, you are locking you more of us in here? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I think Dean says it's complicated or something. I'm not sure if she asks then, but when she does ask, he says it's complicated. What, or she wouldn't believe, wouldn't believe if, yeah. him if he told her. Yeah. yeah. I think that's later, though. I think it is a little later. Um... So Sam and Dean um, are kind of off to the side discussing what the plan is. Uh, they have no access to the cameras, so they have no way of telling who the shifter is. Um, it could be in the halls, could be in the vault, but regardless, um, Dean is wanted by the FBI. <laughs> they need to get out of this fucking building. <laughs> but first, they have to kill. They have to get rid of the shifter. So. Dean decides he's gonna, they're gonna split up, he's gonna do a sweep of the building, uh, and Sam is going to keep an eye on Ron. Uh, <laughs> Sam is understandably a little bit pissed about how this is going down, but Sam, I think this is kind of the consequence of your own actions here. It's not like any of them planned for this to happen. <laughs> no, but I really do agree with what you said earlier, that if Sam had just decided to tell Ron the truth, or a portion of the truth yeah. earlier on. Or was not been such a dick about it. Or at least have been nicer about it. <laughs> Ron may not have made the decision to go to the bank himself. Like, you know? Yeah, I think it's a very so, drastic action that yeah. is like last resort for him to do type of thing. Yeah. So, unfortunately, there's a little bit of consequences of Sam's own actions, but at the same time, like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Like, nobody could have planned for this. This is so out of control, so quickly. It's insane. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, Ron is standing in a pool of light, and he's like, get out of the light! <laughs> Which I love. Oh, oh reminds poor me Ron. Of, I don't remember which Harry Potter movie. But it's like, I think it's the last one. Where Harry's like, we can't plan anymore. Like, every time we try and plan, like, it goes to shit immediately. So. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember the exact line. From, I don't remember. It's, oh, like, it's all, been a little while. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, so Dean goes off to search the bank alone. Uh, and Sam and Ron are left to very awkwardly <laughs> stand there. Um, back in the vault, though, one of the security guards is apparently having a heart attack. Uh, which Sam discovers when he opens the door to, like, let some air in. Because with the power out, um, there's no air circulating in the vault. So it's getting really hot in there. Um, so he opens the door to let it air out a little bit. And give him, get him some fresh air. Um, and while he's doing this, um, the phone rings. And Ron answers because he's never seen a bank robbery movie ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> He's really he's not like, thinking Hello? this through. And he's like, demands. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sam is like, hang up the freaking phone. <laughs> um, and he hangs up the phone, but this is when the security guard like collapses. And Sam realizes that um, they have no options. They have to get this man help. They have to get him a paramedic. Um, and he, so he gets on the phone. He dials the cops back. Um, meanwhile, deep in the bank, Dean has found a, a cracked tile in his ceiling, and he, like, uses, I think, like, a coat rack thing 
to push the tile open and in doing so, like, destroys the whole ceiling somehow. Um, well, I don't know how this dead body was balanced so perfectly up there, but now there's a dead body on the floor. It's no longer in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why it collapsed, is because the weight of the dead body. Yeah, it was very precariously balanced and Dean threw it off balance. Um, and Dean realizes that this is one of the people that he just put in the vault uh, before separating from Sam, um, who is also the guy who has been begging Sam to get the security guard help. Yeah. Uh, I love how it cuts right from the dead body to the shifter yeah. in the vault. So, it, oh, so good. He's obviously, um... Using this as an excuse to try and get out. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, Dean, Dean runs back to the vault. Um, I think. Sorry. At this point, is the shifter just really just wanting to get out of the situation? Yeah. I think they just want to get he's out. just now. trying to, he's like, okay, well, I'll be one of the people. Yeah. And then when the SWAT team eventually comes in, they'll send me on my way. You know? Yeah. Uh, except for the fact that Dean found a dead body, so, you know. <laughs> um, Dean rushes back to the vault. Um, they bring the security guard out. And Dean approaches the shifter. He says he wants to talk. But the shifter immediately, like, is like, oh, no. I, he, nope. Cover's blown. Uh, and he, he and Dean scuffle for a second, and then the shifter escapes. Um, and as Ron runs after it, he unknowingly falls into a trap set by the snipers we saw earlier outside. Uh, and we even get, like, a laser shot. Um. Yeah. Ron is shot in the back. Uh. So I sad. love. Because we see Sam, we see Sam shout, get down. But we yeah. don't hear it. We only hear the gunshot and Ron hitting the ground before the music kicks in again. And it is... Oh, it's really effective. It's really sad. Poor Ron. It makes me sad every time. <laughs> no. Because he, he really was just trying to do, like, save the day. You know, he yeah. wanted to help people. He wanted to stop whatever this monster was that presumably killed his friend. You yeah. know? And is going to kill more people. Like, oh, it's so, so sad. A bunch of people run out of the vault. Um... I don't know what they are thinking. <laughs> Sam tells Dean to take care of the security guard because he's going to go after the shifter. Um, so Sam heads off. Dean, I think he takes Ron's gun. Yeah. Um, and the key. He takes the key. Um, and he... Wait, the key to what? The key to the... Oh, whatever the it was that Ron used to lock up the front door. Um, so Sam... Goes off wandering into the bank again. <laughs> uh, like and a... he, like, immediately encounters the people who left the vault and is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get back in the vault. He's like, I don't know Look, where they keep trying to go. But I don't they, know where they're trying to go. <laughs> they keep failing at wherever they're trying <laughs> they to go. They are not doing great. And he's like, look, I, I get it, but you need to go. <laughs> um, up front. I don't know how that big group was able to sneak up on him like that either. <laughs> I think they were coming down they're from a different direction. They were lucky he didn't stab them. <laughs> Honestly. Um, oh, Sam, or Dean opens the front door and get the guard out to get medical attention. Um, and he locks up the gate door again and he goes, we are so screwed. 
Um, question, Sam. What was the thought process in having the guy wanted for murder so be the face of this? My question was... You know Dean is wanted by the cops, and now you have just confirmed to the cops that Dean is here. That Dean is in the building. Like, I guess the other option was Sam, but that still would have been a better option than Dean. But why not have, like, one of the host- one of the other hostages... Well, I thought about that. Take but- the security guard out. <clears throat> but then they would go out and leave the door unlocked and the cops would just go in. Well, I mean, Dean could still lock the door behind them. But why did he have to go all the way out and make his face public to all those... You okay? I just dropped my rock. Oh, you dropped the rock. Okay. Uh, make his face public to all those cameras that are out there watching. Like, I, I don't know what the thought process of that was. Yeah. Um, I but I feel like it wasn't a very good idea. Not smart. I, I do have a feeling that Henriksen was probably already on his way. How did they know that they were there? Before they saw his face. That's a really good question. Like, what about this? Maybe Henriksen wasn't on his way. (laughs) (laughs) What about the string of crimes made them think, hey, that's probably Dean Winchester? (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's similar Um, to, like, the skin case. That is where he became a criminal. Maybe. Are you okay? (laughs) I got it. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped the rock. She dropped the rock. Um. So Sam discovers more shed skin, um, and calls Dean. He's like, it shifted again. I don't know who the fuck it is. <laughs> so Dean heads back up to the vault, um, and outside the building, the feds arrive, and we meet Victor Henriksen, who I love. Um, <laughs> He's a great character. He is so fantastic. He gets the best fucking lines. <laughs> Honest to God. Because he, he goes in and he tells the guy in charge, um, the cop, that there's a monster in that bank. I mean, uh, he's not wrong. Which is just not the one you think. <laughs> yeah. But I love the way they do this, though. Because Henriksen says there's a monster in that bank, and then we cut to Sam. Hmm. And it's... Oh! It's <laughs> such an interesting... Because we've had this question for the last few episodes of, is Sam going to go dark side? Yeah. Is Sam a monster? And now, like, I just, I love it because it's kind of putting the question in your mind again. Even though we know Sam is the hero in this situation, just overall overall in the season so far, is Sam a monster? Oh, it's so good. Um, So Dean gets everyone back in the vault, um, and the phone rings again. He answers it, and it is... Special Agent Victor Henriksen, who immediately recognizes Dean's voice. Um, and he demands that Sam and Dean come out of the building. Uh, I think he knows that Sam is there, and he says, I know about Sam, the Bonnie Tear Clyde. And Dean says, well, that part's true. <laughs> what part's true, Dean? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. It really is. Because um, that really is the kind of relationship the boys have. Like, even as... Like, they are inseparable. Like, you, when you think of Bonnie Parker, you think of Clyde Barrow and vice versa, you know? Yeah. When you think of Dean Winchester, you think of his little brother. They are, they are a matched set no matter what. So, uh, it's a pretty apt comparison. Um, 
But Henriksen says that it's his job to know about the Winchesters. He's been tracking them for weeks. Uh, he knows about the wor- murders in St. Louis. He knows about the slip-up in Baltimore. What's the slip-up in Baltimore? That was, um... <coughs> and the murders in St. Louis. Usual suspects. St. Louis's skin. Okay. Um, Baltimore is usual suspects, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, he knows about the cheap hotels and thefts. Uh, he tells Dean that he has one hour to make a decision or the SWAT team is coming in. Um... He also, like, insults John a little bit, which gets Dean a little heated, because Dean is a daddy's boy <laughs> all the way. <laughs> uh, but Henriksen hangs up and turns to the, the, the man in charge, whose name I still don't remember, Robart, something like that, and says that they're going to go in in five minutes. Uh, and the guy's like, are you fucking insane? We have no idea what we're walking into. Like, this is There's crazy. There's still hostages in there. <laughs> and then Henriksen says, crazy's in there, and I just hung up on it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I love his lines. He, he gets the greatest lines. It makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love Henriksen so much. <laughs> He's such an interesting character. And the actor who plays him, um, Charles Malik Whitfield, he is phenomenal. Yeah. He's so talented. Glad we get to see more of him. I lost my spot. There we are. All right. So back inside the bank, Sam finds... He's in one of the offices. He finds blood on the floor and opens like a closet to find... Sherry's dead body, um, dressed in this, like, lacy slip, um, like, she, lingerie. like, falls out. <laughs> it's, if you look closely, um, to Sherry in the vault, you can actually see the lace peeking over the top of her blouse. Like, this is the slip that she's actually wearing yeah. underneath her clothes. Her clothes. Uh, I don't know where the fuck the shifter got one of these, but okay. I, maybe he had planned... It maybe it like that's a good point. Backup planned for like. Well, I mean, if I have to take you know X person's form here, I've got this clothes. Well, they usually but take usually, the clothes of yeah the one that they ship, so shipped shifted to. I don't know what I don't know what how it got except this, in this case it does. They don't so. But it's genius. Yeah, it's genius. Um. So Sam calls Dean. Uh who gets Sherry, or I think he goes to Dean, and they get Sherry out of the vault. Uh, She is not happy about this situation. I do not blame her (laughs) at all. Uh, They take her to the office and show her the dead body, and she rightfully so (laughs) freaks the fuck out. This whole scene is great. (laughs) It is so good. I love how she- says something like, what is this community theater? (laughs) And then she 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 faints. We just do. They're oh, so confused. The points just sit there like it's so funny because they're just sitting there like look at each other and they like look at Sherry. They look at dead Sherry and they look back at not dead Sherry. They're like Wait. and they look at each other and they're like what the fuck do we do? And Dean just like shrugs and pulls out the silver knife and well, kneels down like, next to her. He's like they say something like. I don't know what the motive would be. Like, they're, by fainting, like, they're putting themselves in danger. after Dean, um... (laughs) Here, let me pull up the transcript for us. Because it's so fucking good. Um... 
she faints. Um, because Dean, okay, so Dean takes out the knife and he kneels next to, um, passed out Sherry, not dead Sherry. Uh, and he's like planning, <laughs> he like gives a little shrug, <laughs> which is just so cute. And he like goes to stab her, and Sam's like, wait, what is the advantage of this plan? Yeah. So, like, fainting now doesn't help it survive. And Dean's like, I don't know. And he goes back to the other body, and this is when we hear glass breaking um, out out front. Uh, the SWAT team has entered the building. Um, and that, dis- that sound distracts Dean, and while his head is turned, we see the quote-unquote dead body's eyes open, and the shifter... Uh, <laughs> still don't know where she got this fucking slip from. Did she kick him in the crotch? She grabs him by the throat. Okay. Um, and then she headbutts him twice. <laughs> I mean, a strong shifter. Um, but this is when real, the, the not shifter Sherry wakes up again and sees that dead Sherry is not actually dead. <laughs> starts freaking out all over again. I mean, she just saw her dead body. She thought it was dead, and now it's not dead, and it's attacking someone. <laughs> but it looks like her. And it looks like her. <laughs> this woman needs all the therapy. But Sam gets her on her feet and out of the room. That's what I said. Poor lady's gonna oh, need therapy. Oh my gosh. Imagine experiencing that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where the SWAT team comes in. Um, they encounter Sherry in the hall, and a couple of the the team, they're, like, scattered all over the building, but a couple, a few of them encounter Sherry, and I think one or two of them head off to, like, escort her from the building. Yeah. <laughs> this poor woman <laughs> is going into shock, <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> I don't know how she's gonna... Oh, my gosh. Oh, poor Sherry. <laughs> um, she's had a night. The, a bad night. The two remaining team members turn a corner... Uh, and they order someone that we don't see. We kind of see, like, I think he's, like, arm. Uh, but the shirt is very recognizable because early season Sam has the ugliest fucking shirts, I swear to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this shirt that he's wearing? <laughs> it's got the weirdest stripes. I Okay, <laughs> moving on. But it's very, like, if you <laughs> you can see that it's Sam's shirt. They tell Sam to freeze. Um, meanwhile, Dean has caught up with the shifter and is fighting with it. Uh, Sam uh, takes on two SWAT guys, disarms them, and then knocks them out with one of their own guns. And it's fucking hot. Okay? It is. It is. (laughs) It's so attractive. Uh, Meanwhile, Dean kills the shifter. The fact that... (sighs) After quite the fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really gross. (laughs) Quite the fight. He, like, ripped... He, like, grabs her arm at one point, and she sheds a layer of skin. Yeah. Which is so gross, and also a really creative fighting tactic. He also says gross. He does. <laughs> like, gross. Yeah. Which, same. Yeah. Um, I do not appreciate Supernatural, Dean Winchester fighting and killing a woman who's basically dressed in lingerie. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, did you really have to do that? Like, I get the point was that, like, the shifter, it, they made it look like the shifter had taken Sherry's clothes. That was Which the, is, the like, Sherry, the pattern that it's been doing. Was. Yeah. Like, the first guy, he had taken his clothes Like, and so I on. get that, but also, like, really? Yeah. Really. It's, I don't, I don't appreciate it. Um, the shedding skin is a very, I like that. probably a more tactful way to do it. Uh-huh. There's probably a better way they could have gone about it, but they, that, they didn't. 
So the SWAT team continues searching the bank. Um, Dean is, like, crouched by the dead shifter when a flashlight shines on him and a set of <laughs> definitely SWAT team boots step into frame. <laughs> I love the way this ending sequence is edited yeah. so much. It is brilliant. This whole episode, the editing of this whole episode is so well done. Yeah, the whole um, thing. The, the SWAT team finds... Um, the, the black guy who died, this is the guy who was in the ceiling. Um, they also find the dead shifter, and the guy's like, I don't I don't understand. I just escorted her out of the building. She must have a twin or something. It's literally the guy who, t- who walked her out of the building who has found her body. <laughs> literally seconds before this, I, I was asking you, I'm like, how are they going to explain that one? They just escorted her out, and then they find the same dead body. But <laughs> apparently, like, they just must have a twin. Say they have a. Tw- I don't know. They never twin. really explain it. Um, Which I guess is the only logic that they yeah. have. <laughs> one of the one of the SWAT team like leaders comes to Henriksen and says that the Winchesters are gone. Uh, he's like, "No, you're gonna search this whole building, top to bottom. They are here. We will find them." And he's like, "No, they're gone." And he takes Henriksen to, I think, like, a supply closet and shows him two tied-up SWAT team members stripped down to their underwear. (laughs) These poor guys. (laughs) Uh, And we cut to as um, Renegade by Styx kicks in. We cut to two men in full SWAT gear slipping up a stairwell into a parking garage. Uh, They hurry along. They just park them all in a random parking garage. I'm imagining that they had planned to return. Like that day. Oh yeah, I like know. they weren't planning to spend the night in the bank. It was, it's just funny to me. <laughs> it is very funny that it's just she's just in a parking garage. Yeah, they they get in the, the Impala, take off their gear and reveal themselves to be the the Winchesters to be the brother. Shush! Don't don't make fun of my typos. <laughs> uh, they sit there in silence for a moment. I love the way they do it because the music sits in silence too, and Dean just goes. We are so screwed. <laughs> and then the music kicks back in again. <laughs> Sam's like, yeah. And they drive off. And that's the end of the episode. With one of my top three favorite music moments. Like, hands down. 15 seasons, this is top three. Yeah. This. It's real good. Oh, Death and Don't Fear the Reaper. Those are my top three. What's the Oh, Death one? Have we got to that I yet? Haven't, you haven't gotten to that okay. yet. Wait, should I know what this is? Nope. Not yet. Uh, Yeah, I love... ah, I love this episode. And we have wrapped it up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I really loved your point about how Sam is working really hard to save people right now. I'd totally forgotten that detail. Because he has a whole breakdown, drunken freakout about it in The last episode, yeah. Yeah. That he was probably so hard on Ron because he was like, I, you are right, and I cannot let you know because you will be in danger. Yeah. And Because like, it's not his normal yeah, like, character to no, be, like, that harsh. No, definitely. He doesn't usually play the bad cop like that. Like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a really good observation, babe. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Good job. I have them on occasion. You usually have really good ones. Oh, I love this episode. Such a good episode. I forgot how much I enjoyed this episode. I love, I love a good bank robbery. This might be my favorite episode of the season so far. Really? It's really good. Of the ones we've seen so far, this one is probably one of my 
favorites, yeah. I just love season two's episodes in general. I love season two's overall plot, and I love season two's Monster of the Week episodes. Just... They're, it's just a good season. They really this is a genuinely good season episode. One, season one has a lot of really great episodes, but I think with season two they really like hit their stride and like just rolled with it, and they cranked out some great stuff. And this is one of those there hasn't great like episodes. Been a bad episode this whole season. Not yeah. that there is necessarily bad episodes. Yeah, but. I think the only one, one I would necessarily like for sure. Yeah, I think like um I think everybody loves a clown is a little bit of a weaker one. Yeah. It's got some really good stuff, but like overall plot wise of that episode, it's meh. Yeah. Um I'm trying to remember what other episodes we've covered so far. But uh, I think all the other ones have mostly been pretty strong. Like Simon Said is a strong one, Hunted's good, um, Playthings is good. The blues one was good. Mm, Crossroad blues. Usual yeah. suspects. That one was a little bit weaker. Yeah. But still a fun time, especially if you are like a horror movie fan. Yeah. Because Linda Blair is fantastic. <laughs> She's super talented. That helps further the plot and, for this episode, too. Yes, it does. Yeah. And Linda Blair and Jared worked really well together. It's kind of one of my observations that I've kind of had lately is that Jared seems to really bring out the best in people when it comes to acting like he is a good actor and his being so good makes it so that the people he's working with can be their best as well like he elevates them and their skills uh and then you just get really great stuff So, and then when you get really, two really good ones, like him and Jensen together, like, they just feed off of each other and create amazing scenes. Oh, but yeah, this is a good episode. I really like this episode. It's been so long since I'd watched it. What's I think this one we called watched again? it together. Night Shifter. Night Shifter, okay. I'm pretty sure we watched it together the first yeah. time. But it's been a hot minute, for sure. Um, is there anything else? We need to talk about this week, babe? I don't think so. I think we've covered everything for the episode. Yeah, I think so. I think we've got everything. Um, next week, it is such a good episode, and next week we have another pretty good one, um, with Houses of the Holy, episode 13. So, pretty excited for this one. Um. It's not mine because I don't remember anything about it. (laughs) Other than, like, the intro, that's it. Yeah. I remember it. Uh, and I'm very excited to talk about it. I'm sure it. it'll come back to me once I watch it again. Yeah, probably. Um, but in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, uh, Podbean. Um, oh, what's the one that Amory uses? I don't even remember. <laughs> Like, there's a million podcast apps. Uh, if we're not on your favorite one, send me a message. I'll see what I can do. Um, also, if you have not already and you are able to, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It really helps the algorithm. And tell your fellow Supernatural fans about us. If you want to reach out, you can find the podcast on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod, on Instagram at We Need to Talk About Sam Podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at We Need to Talk About Sam, where you can see my beautiful creations. Uh, like, there's a really funny video with the pancakes. Do you remember that one? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the track of Notre Dame audio. It's great. It's all good fun. Um, I I um, run all of those accounts, but if you want to follow my personal accounts, I'm Lil Red Who Could on Twitter and the Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, where can the people find you? Your phone is blowing up tonight. Good lord. It's my mom. Hi, mom. I don't know why she's still awake. Um, you can find me on Twitter at lifeflowson3 and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. Awesome. And of, as always, all of those links will be in the show notes down below, as well as um, uh, I always put links to if I don't use my own screenshot where I got the screenshot for the podcast art, as well as the songs that we used in this week's episode. And yeah, that is it for this week. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Haley was very tired. I was falling asleep. She really was. We were watching little Simsy videos because we were both simmers <laughs> of a sort. I try. <laughs> uh, but we both like Sims YouTube content. So we were watching um, one of little Simsy Let's Plays where she sets the game to short lifespan which is like that means the sims don't live as long very chaotic <laughs> and then is um living out a let's play i'm actually gonna take a tylenol because i only have like two a leave left and i'm gonna want to you okay and my head just hurts i'm sorry babe i do pressure points i was doing them earlier but i couldn't hurt to do them again um but it's a very chaotic series <laughs> i can tell for anybody who doesn't know how to how a legacy challenge goes, you start with a sim, um, and you can start with, like, the usual is, like, zero dollars or, um, thirteen hundred dollars after you, like, buy the biggest plot of land you can. <laughs> um, and then you, like, give them a job or something, and you build up your money and you slowly build a house and then you you know marry another sim and have a kid and then when your sim dies your heir becomes the new like main character <laughs> and the goal is to have 10 generations so i think she's on like seven or eight um but wow. we were watching her generation one and her sim amber is engaged to this guy named dylan lemons <laughs> Uh, I have watched this Let's Play already, so I know for a fact that Dylan Lemons, who is an elder at the moment, and she keeps delaying their wedding, is going to die on their wedding day. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> but that's okay, because Amber is going to marry her best friend Miriam, and they'll have another kid together. Miriam is really hot. Miriam is a really cute she, sim. She was a vampire. She was a vampire, and Kayla was like, nope, Kayla is a little simsy. Um, she, she made her not a vampire anymore, because she didn't want to deal with vampires. I mean, that would have been a real chaotic let's play. I've she legit, would have kept her as a vampire. I've legit watched videos where, like, Vlad shows up and she just deletes him. <laughs> She's it's <no>. really great. <laughs> oh. She got a cat named Spatula. She got a cat named Spatula. And he has a cape. She. <laughs> she has a cape. She or he. I think it's she. <laughs> um, she's... 
She's quite the interesting looking cat. She's cute. (laughs) She's funny looking. She looks like a tomcat. Like, she looks like she has the big jowls that, like, unneutered tomcats get. Um, That was a thing. Yeah, I learned that recently. Uh, But it's a girl cat. She's just chunky. She is very, she's a little chunky. She's fluffy. She has the weirdest eyes. <laughs> They're pretty. She, she has, like, no pupil. Like, her pupils are straight lines that you can barely see. <laughs> it's well, freaky. For cats, they should retract and stuff and enlarge. Yeah, but they don't change. <laughs> At all, ever? No, because it's the Sims. This no, that's cat, a little weird, I guess. This cat randomly generated <laughs> with basically no pupils. <laughs> it freaks me out. <laughs> it's like a goat. No. <laughs> That's the one thing about goats that freak me out is yeah. their eyes. If they're weird. They have weird eyes. Hi guys, editing Kenzie here. I just want to give you a little heads up that the next section of our outtakes includes some minor spoilers for Marvel's The Eternals, so if you are looking to avoid those, I would maybe skip the next five and a half minutes or so. We did see Eternals. We did! We saw Eternals! <laughs> I forgot that happened. There's a lot of Marvel movies coming out this yeah, year that came out this year. We saw, but yeah, we saw, we saw Eternals on Saturday, and it was really good. I really liked Tuesday. it. Tuesday. Today's Saturday. Saturday. Today is Saturday. Shit. <laughs> I was we very confused it. for a minute. We saw it on Tuesday and it was really good. <laughs> it was really I good. really liked it. We should see more two dollar two dollar Tuesday. I fucking wish oh. it was two dollar Tuesday. <laughs> we should go this Tuesday to see something else. Yeah, that'd be I'm fun. Off Tuesday. Yeah, that would be that'd be that'd be a good time. And see Dude or something. Hmm. Maybe I'll have finished my audiobook by then. Probably not. <laughs> Or something else, I don't know. Yeah, I'd rather see what else is that. I'd rather wait and watch Dune after I finished listening to the audiobook. Um, because I don't want to get spoiled. I didn't know you'd started it already. <laughs> I spoke to you last when I saw you last, you hadn't even gotten it yet. Oh no, I got it the other day and I started it. But yeah, I really liked Eternals. My dad didn't like it so much. And I don't really know why, because I thought it was a really good movie. A lot of people have mixed feelings about it, but yeah. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I saw a great description of it that, like, if you put Eternals side by side with the Avengers, the first one, um, the first Avengers movie is about a bunch of individuals becoming a team, and, but the Eternals movie is about a team becoming individuals. Yeah. Which is, I think, the best way of describing it. So, I also saw someone, um, kind of speculate that or in one of their interpretations of the movie is that each of the Eternals like story represents an aspect of the human experience. So like Sprite is about like um, confronting our own mortality and um, um, Athena is like mental health. Um, I can't remember the rest of them. Cersei was Mother Earth, I think, like our relationship with nature and with the world around us. Mm, yeah, it was it was a really cool breakdown. But yeah, I really liked the movie. Uh, my whole TikTok for you page, not whole for you page, but like a good portion of it has been Drew videos. Which, fair enough. 
I don't do. understand it. I like, but okay. <laughs> I like him as a character. He's such an interesting character. So I understand the attraction. But that's because you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably part of it. That's, that's literally it. <laughs> I think that's the primary reason you don't get it. <laughs> because you're gay. Oh my gosh. It's that was... something about the like confidence and like the way he just carries himself. Yeah. Is so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also got this like softness to him like when he, when he sees Makari for the first time in years you know and yeah. that oh, that moment is so cute <laughs> I ship it I, I ship they're it they're a very cute couple they are I also loved Thena and Gilgamesh yeah oh, oh. They, I think they were more of a platonic friendship I think I think it was romantic but not sexual hmm. you know yeah I think it was it was uh like um like a purely, because Gilgamesh even says, like, you know, when you love someone, and I don't think he meant just in a platonic way, and plus there's that, there's that clip right at the beginning, in that first scene when they come to Earth, where he reaches out and, like, takes her hand, and, like, the way that they look at each other, that is not platonic. I don't remember that. (laughs) You don't remember that shot? Uh -uh. It was a very, like, they didn't have to include that shot. Like, it didn't really add anything plot-wise, but it yeah. gave, it told you something about the characters and their relationship. But, yeah, I see them as romantic, but not sexual, I don't think. Yeah. Because um, I, w- I would imagine that that would be something Thena wouldn't be really interested in. Plus, she is Athena. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, and Athena is one of the, like... Uh, like one of the the great goddesses who doesn't really get it on mm-hmm. with anybody. I mean, I she was that... conceived out of Zeus's brain, so <laughs> she's a little more intellectual than <laughs> anything else. Yeah, but yeah, I really loved Gilgamesh and Athena. <laughs> I saw a great TikTok that was like, um. If I had a nickel for every time I fell for a morally gray character with the ability to mind control an entire town, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's concerning that it happened twice. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh, I feel attacked. (laughs) You know who the first one is, right? The second one's Droog. No, the first one's Wanda. Oh. Yeah. Wanda and Drew. <laughs> I get the Wanda. Because, <laughs> yeah. hello, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen. Oh my gosh, I love Elizabeth Olsen. She's darling. Talk about Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan. Excuse you. Excuse me. You good? Yeah. Okay. We're trying gonna... to do it quietly. It didn't work out. I'm gonna start this again. <laughs> Excuse me. As soon as I start trying to record the intro. Yep. Oh, you're so cute. Sorry.